IMA India Executive Briefings, Business and Management by Adit Jain, October 2023. Valuations and Acquisitions. How much is something worth? Whilst there are several answers to this question, it ultimately boils down to what someone is prepared to pay for it. Everything else is speculation. The valuation of a business is the financial process of calculating its economic worth. This can involve a variety of models that are commonly used, which at best provide a basis for negotiations with potential buyers. Commonly used is discounted cash flows, DCF, which puts a present value on projected future earnings discounted back to today's money. This is really about the time value of money in recognition of the principle that a rupee today is worth more than a rupee five years henceforth. DCF entails a procedure intrinsically based on financial performance or growth rather than market volatility. However, it is based on assumptions both for future cash flows and the discount rate, which are prone to inaccuracies. The second method generally employed comprises putting a figure on a business's worth by comparing it to similar companies that may have recently been sold or are publicly traded. The key matrix here is the price-to-earnings ratio. This is a simple method that, unlike DCF, reflects market sentiment. It is based on real transaction data. Third is asset-based valuations, which is straightforward in principle. This is often used for manufacturing companies that are asset-heavy or real estate enterprises which have large balance sheets. However, the value of an asset is never a guarantee of its ability to determine future cash flows as market demand may crumble and consequently the asset becomes ineffectual. The route of acquiring a business involves two important considerations. First, arriving at a price based on a valuation methodology and second, undertaking comprehensive due diligence to primarily verify its two assets, liabilities, potential for growth and most importantly, hidden risks. The due diligence exercise has several props. Topping the list is financial due diligence, which involves reviewing performance scores such as income statements and cash flows for the past three to five years to acknowledge the health of an enterprise. Second, scrutinizing existing debt, liabilities, potential tax obligations, or other commercial wrangles that would automatically be transferred upon acquisition. Analysts need to carefully examine the diversity of revenue streams to ensure that risk is minimized. For instance, if a certain business earns a large chunk of its income from one important customer, that comes with a serious imbalance in revenue exposures. The second prop involves legal due diligence, where existing commercial contracts, legal agreements, and employee engagements are scrutinized so as to fathom any future risk. Compliance checks are necessary with respect to local and federal regulations, which include licenses, permits, and environmental approvals. In an era where a large proportion of a company's assets are in intangibles like intellectual property, it becomes crucial to explore their validity in areas like patents, copyrights, and trade marks. Business due diligence looks at the operations of a company in areas like employees and talent, market shares, 
and competitors and technology and digitization. Perhaps the most important in this list is cultural fit. A high-performance enterprise that is culturally different to the acquirer will by definition be enabled to sustain its previous growth or projected growth trajectory. Culture is about the softer things and affects the structure of an organization in terms of accountability, reporting relationships, work culture, etc. Whilst companies almost always hire specialists and consultants, it remains critically important, specifically for the finance function, to recognize these parameters. 